You're listening to the Geek Watch Podcast, Episode 5, with your host, Brian J. Hatcher and Tony Slack. Hello, Geek Watchers, and welcome to episode five of the Geek Watch podcast. My name is Brian J. Hatcher, and with me, as always, the man who's proof positive that what happens in Vegas doesn't always stay in Vegas, Mr. Tony Slack. Hey, how's it going, Brian? Well, some of you, uh, especially those of you who watch the podcast on YouTube, are probably noticing that, hey, there's actual video here. So we're going to try out um, recording video as well as audio with the podcast. This way you can see the the young cherubic faces involved uh, behind the the velvety soft voices oh, that you're used to in the in the podcast. No, 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 no. So you, you make it sound so, so good. Oh, I, well, you know, there you go. Well, now you can see. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, and, and of course, obviously, you're the eye candy of the group. So, oh, <laughs> the, the the bar has been set low. The b- <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, what we're going to start to talk about today? Well. So many things have have come to an end, and I don't know. Did we have have we had a chance to talk about uh, the two, the Gotham, the end of Gotham? Yes, we did. Yeah, yeah, we well, did talk. Yeah, yeah. We did talk about Gotham. We yeah, did have yeah. the ending of uh, American Gods. Yeah. Are, are you caught yeah. up on yeah, this? Yeah, I am. I am. So it was kind of interesting because this was supposed to be the second to the last episode, yeah. and because of budgeting, they kind of moved things around a little bit yeah. to. Um, uh, and so we lost an episode, but so this this episode was the season finale, and uh, interesting way to end things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know, you, I, you, as I recall, you haven't read the book. No, I haven't. Uh, so one thing that's really interesting is about, obviously, how they've changed things. I mean, this series has, has, has stepped away from the book in a bunch of things. One thing, especially, is Bilquis. She doesn't have a huge role in the book. In fact, Technical Boy kind of takes her out of the equation pretty quickly. But in the series, and oh, let's just go ahead and say now spoilers. Yeah. So because yeah. we're we're going to talk about the the season finale, but uh, yeah, apparently she's become a double agent at this point. Yeah, so yeah. she's working with the new gods, yeah, which yeah. so they're expanding these characters and kind of giving yeah. her an arc as well. Yeah. So uh, also, uh, Kristen Chenoweth's character of Easter. Yeah, she's that, awesome. Like, that yeah, that was that was that was hilarious. So I'm 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 really looking forward to see how they kind of develop her character as well. So uh, she's become much more of a uh, of a force in in the uh, in the series, yeah. and uh, she, she's kind of left the world in a in a bad yeah. in a bad light. Yeah, she so. has unsprung spring. Yes, she un <laughs> she unsprung spring. So. Yeah. Uh, just just in case that there was any doubt that the old gods didn't still have a little bit of juice left yeah. with them, they've yeah. uh, they've uh, shot the. F- oh yeah. They fired the first shot, yeah. direct yeah. shot. Yeah, yeah uh, they've done it. Well, I mean, certainly the 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 first real step in the direction of war was you know the assassination of uh, Vulcan. Yeah. yeah. Which. Wednesday, of course, completely lied to to Easter, Easter about yeah about. Yeah. Oh, look, he made me this really nice sword. He's a cool guy. Yeah. <laughs> He said they made they killed him because he made me this sword. It's like, well, that's not exactly what happened. Yeah. But but then Wednesday, the one thing he doesn't lie about is the fact he's a liar. Yeah. So. Yeah. But and then of course we have uh, 
you know, we have Laura Moon showing up right at the end. It's yeah, like, she's uh, really falling apart, isn't she? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So yeah. it'll be interesting to see it, how they kind of develop her, of course, in the book. she, uh, Her and Shadow, tend to, they go their separate ways. Yeah, I would hope so. But yeah, if I was Shadow, I'd, I'd be staring. But we do have, point. yeah. But we do have that little Easter egg about the about the small town that's in the book. Okay. Uh, uh, Bilquis and 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 the bus drives by the sign for the town. So okay. yeah, that's well, all so, signed, and I wondered what that. It's something. It's something out of the book. It's okay. uh, that town plays a, a huge role in the book. Okay. So it'll be interesting to see how um, how it uh, how they use it in the series. Yeah. So uh, so of course it. Um, I'm not exactly sure how long it's going to take them to get to the to the next series. Yeah. I'm not sure what they're what they're planning is. It took them, I believe, six months to shoot this this okay. first series. So now we already been guaranteed a, a second season, as far as we know. I think so. I never read that myself, but yeah, I, I think so. Kind of uh, important, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it would be like a really crappy cliffhanger. It'd be like it was on ABC if they did that because. Oh. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, that's a po- yeah. So there, there you go. Yeah, but, you put it on networks and. But I think it's. I think Stars has gotten at least a good enough rating. Although, of course, cable television like that rating is not as important as no, it is no. with broadcast television. But I think I think it's going to be. Uh, I, I suspect that they we should see more of oh, it. Yeah. it I, I think it so. did. I think it did pretty well. So, yeah. Yeah. and uh, I'm trying to think. Um, well, uh, starting this weekend, we have the first of the two-parter season ending for Doctor Who. Okay. So we, uh, and I have to say, this has been a very interesting series for me because this has been this entire season has been a the epitome of Stephen Moffat. Okay. I think. I mean, we're getting a, a lot of great fan favorite stuff. We have the 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 overarching story arc. And we always have that little middling kind of problematic something in it. There's always something I always find a little bit problematic in a storytelling. And in this season, it's all it's been the character of Missy, who's been um, uh, this character has been an ongoing villain throughout the old series and the new series. Okay. okay. Sort of a um, usually a male known as the master. Okay. But. Th- her latest she's a time lord so this is her latest incarnation and she's a female and okay. she calls herself mystery uh misty uh, missy well, i know what her name missy, is mystery, missy. missy missy short for <laughs> mistress oh, okay gotcha. and she um apparently you know at this point she there's sort of a she's being rehabilitated mm-hmm. and honestly it's it's not been that convincing to me that, i mean she's been rehabilitated because they've kept her locked up in this in this vault for so long, okay. and there have been these indications that they've kind of played off the fact that no, this is not a, this is not some devious plan of hers. But I'm wondering how well this is going to play off because to me, it's they really haven't had enough story with her to make it convincing that she that she's really trying to change. Okay. So, so I I mean it doesn't I mean either. Either she is really trying to change, and I'm not that convinced, or I, I, or I don't feel there's enough motivation to explain why that is, or, or she's being devious, and why would anybody believe it? Yeah. yeah. But, again, you know, with Stephen Moffat, he's, I mean, he's really good at the fan service stuff. He's really good at coming up with uh, interesting plots. Sometimes they tend to be convoluted, but... 
but I mean, still very interesting. Mm-hmm. And it'll, like I said, we we get this two parter, and it's sh- and the second part should end either with uh, with the death of our main character and his regeneration, or at least leading up to it where it's going to happen in the Christmas episode. I okay. I don't know, but I believe the Christmas episode should be Stephen Moffat's last episode as the showrunner and then Chris Chibnall will take over. So Dwayne Johnson didn't get it. No. I would nobody well, you know, he could have gotten it. We don't know yet. We have no idea. No one has said who the new doctor is. So there's been all this um speculation, yeah. but they've kept it pretty much under wraps, which is interesting because Stephen Moff Stephen Moffat uh when he brought in Peter Capaldi, mm-hmm. the last doctor, there was yeah. a huge massive uh, announcement they had a special on television on BBC television to let everybody know at this point they're not saying anything so maybe they haven't cast them maybe they have and they want to keep it completely under wraps but as of right now there's no there's no telling so not sure and and everybody probably notices that I'm being very quiet because because you don't watch the show you don't watch the show we'll start watching if the rock becomes Doctor Who well there you go because you like blow everyone's mind exactly it's not gonna happen no moron no 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 but that yeah that that would be a shock nobody nobody would see that coming no they would 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 not smell what they were cooking so (laughs) yes so so speaking of shows that some people will watch and some people don't how how far away are we from uh, uh, Game of Thrones what around mid-july I believe. mid-july so, yeah, so you still we still got off. we still have a few yeah we still have a yeah. few yeah. and then uh we've already so we've already lost out on um uh uh the um what is it uh, that's starting up preacher preacher starting yeah, up. yeah so there it's starting out the following up the weekend the american gods ended yeah. so yeah. So my Sundays haven't completely no. opened up. So I, we got we got preacher coming. And I know you're not watching Fear of the Walking Dead, but man, season three they've really picked it up. Oh really? Uh, well, yeah, it's just the show has gotten interesting. I guess really you could say. I mean, it just right now they've got such a great cast on there. They've had a couple of upsets mm-hmm. uh, as far as uh, lost one of their major cast members. I'm not even go into it because you know it's just. Some people might not have watched it yet. It's not right, that important, right, right. but you know uh, there is a, a big character that is lost in the second episode. So, uh, but yeah, I have struggled to watch the first two seasons, and and this season I'm yeah. finally like, I'm starting to care about a couple of these people. Oh. I hope they make it. Well, that's good. <laughs> well, that's 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 really good. Uh, that's that's good to know yeah. because, I mean, I I tried to watch like the first little bit of yeah. it and I, I yeah. just I just really didn't get into it, it. What's really bad season one it's just I know it was an experiment they're just wanting mm-hmm. to make as much money as they can off of the Walking Dead franchise oh yeah and you know it's a nice premise I mean you got this whole different group of people that's out in California and they're in Mexico right now and like I said that first season and a half I was just like man I don't think mm-hmm. I can do this but yeah now they're uh, in season three what we're like the fourth episode in and I'm like man this is this is really good TV right now. Well, so. well, I'm glad to see that it's starting to pick up yeah. a little bit. I mean, I, I watched a few, a uh, couple of episodes, and it was like, uh, I'm not really getting into yeah. it. But uh, yeah, I'm I understand real- that with anyone. Yeah. yeah so yeah, maybe it might be worth revisiting. Yeah. Uh, after, uh, but we'll see. We'll yeah. definitely see. Yeah. One thing I definitely did want to talk about today was something really weird happened yesterday. Uh-huh. There was a press there was a, a press junket for the new Spider-Man Homecoming film. Uh-huh. And we had uh, Kevin Feige and uh-huh. we had Amy Pascal. 
on uh, being interviewed about this new movie. And of course, the two of them are working together producing this film. Yeah. And if any, I don't want to start going too much into Amy Pascal's past, but she hasn't had a lot of luck with Sony. She's had some. She's had a couple of bad uh, things happen to her. Uh, one with, of course, the Sony leak, which yeah. again I'm not going to go into. Or and of course the she produced the the, the Ghostbusters reboot, which yeah. wasn't a huge success for her. No. But but of course Sony uh, with you know working with Kevin Feige on the Spider-Man movie should do pretty well. Yeah, yeah for yeah. her. Yeah. But what was interesting? What happened was during this press junket when they were interviewing her of course Sony is planning on taking um, at this point they have sort of a, a co-ownership of the Spider-Man character yeah. with, with Marvel yeah. Studios It's mm-hmm. and what Sony's decided to do is they want to make a couple of films based off of other Marvel properties that they have full ownership of yeah. they want to do a of course they we, we talked about the uh, Venom movie yeah, with Tom Hardy, with Tom Hardy. Yeah. And they want to do a, uh, they want to do uh, what they call they're calling it black and silver mm-hmm. with black cat and silver sable, okay. and they want to produce those. And they asked Kevin Feige a few days ago in another press junket, would these be tied into the Marvel Cinematic Universe? To which he said, No, no, they won't. They're 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 Sony's property, yeah. the, the intellectual property. They're going to do their own separate thing. Well, yeah. at this press junket yesterday, they kind of asked her the same thing. And she didn't come out and say yes, it would. But she did say she did say how how much she really wanted to push that into there. She goes, yeah, I mean, I, she was saying things like she wanted she wanted to see Tom Hardy Spider Man in there. She really wanted to make this part of the yeah. the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah. And it was a very uncomfortable moment because you look over and you see Kevin Feige and he's just kind of giving her this, what is she talking about? kind of look yeah, on her face who told you this yeah who said who said you could who said that this was going to happen now it hasn't really been any kind of official statement yeah. on this but i'm wondering i mean as of right now i, I don't see a reason why they're going to want to start a fight between uh between them because yeah. they got this movie coming out yeah. you know yeah. pretty soon yeah and so there'll certainly be enough time to talk about this afterwards but i have a feeling that there's going to be a clarification yeah, i feel coming up shortly yeah, yeah. maybe after july 7th yeah, 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 I think so. I, yeah. I certainly think so. I mean, what do you what do you think of this kind of situation right now? Well, I, I think that Sony's gonna have to do what we were talking about earlier, and that's just keep their cool. Let things. Uh, yeah, this is gonna be a, probably a huge success for Sony, no doubt. Yeah, it's probably gonna be one of the biggest uh, film features they've had in a long time. I think it's gonna be a real money maker. Oh, I, I, I mean, think so. I mean, you're talking Spider Man and Iron Man together. I mean, they had Robert Downey Jr. Oh I yeah, mean, yeah. I mean, it's just. It's a perfect chemistry, I believe, and Michael Keaton as a vulture. I mean, this is this movie is going to blow people away. I think and so. I think they know that. Yeah, well, I think so. The thing about it is, I mean, besides the characters, Sony really doesn't bring anything to the table for this. No. I mean, this is, I mean, this is sort of yeah. Marvel Studios coming in and kind of taking hold of all this. Yeah. And I mean, I think I, we talked about this before in the podcast. This idea of bringing in Venom mm-hmm. and trying to do their own thing. I mean, Sony. They've had a little bit of luck with the Marvel properties, yeah. but especially recently, not so much. No, no. But you know, and I don't. Th- I mean, I don't think that that Amy Pascal was trying to do some sort of a power play. No, no. but if she was, that's a really dumb idea. Well, maybe she's <laughs> just such a fan that she's like, you know, I really want to see Rocket 
fight venom. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, uh, yeah, you know, maybe she just got ahead of herself. You know, maybe she had a conversation with someone that said, you know, maybe ten years down the road we can tie all this yeah. in together. But right now we can't, and maybe she just got. Yeah, well, yes. you know, this. I mean, this could have been a lot of wishful thinking yeah. at this point, but yeah, it should have been. Because I, I mean, that she, yeah, before she started kind of spouting that kind of stuff off, she, yeah. I mean, she certainly should have maybe talked to somebody about it first. Oh, I, it yeah, was a pretty. I saw on Facebook yesterday uh, a little post. And I didn't get into reading it, but now I know why. It was like Sony finally announces that well, there is a chance of Venom tying into the Marvel universe, oh, yeah. and, but I didn't read it, but. Yeah, now I know where that even came from. So. Well, you know, that's the thing about it is kind of like in Dumb and Dumber. So you're saying there's a chance. Yeah. It's yeah. like, well, not, well, and, and not saying that it couldn't happen. Yeah, but, like I said, 10 but, years down the road, who knows? Yeah, well, I think the thing about it is um, I'd, Marvel is not going to try to shoehorn in somebody else's movie and try to make it work. No. I mean, the reason why the Marvel Cinematic Universe runs the way that it does is that they're very careful about what they put in all the films. Oh, yeah. So, uh, continuity and everything else, I, I don't see them wanting to let Sony do whatever they want in the film. And yeah, then, and then, and then attach try, it to them. And try to attach it to them and then make that try to make that canon in yeah. some way. That's, that's not going to work. If they're going to yeah. allow films in, it's going to be, they're going to have a say on the script. They're going to be able to say what they can say and what they can't. Same thing they're doing with Spider-Man. Oh, yeah. And they got to, really, because I think, oh, yeah. you know, if they just... Let Sony do whatever they want, and then they let's say put Venom in a Spider-Man movie. Yeah, and all of a sudden they're like, you know what, Tom Hardy, we love the Bane voice. Can you do that as Venom? Exactly. <laughs> well, Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I am your dark shadow. I'm coming for you, Spider-Man. Then Spider-Man would be like, oh, "What are you saying? I, I, I can't understand you." <laughs> but you know what? It's uh, like how, how come the how come my mask doesn't muffle my voice, but yours muffles yours? <laughs> because I'm Venom. <laughs> But, but no, seriously, I mean, I, yeah, there's a lot of reasons Sony, you know, oh yeah, understandably needs to make their own universe, and I, I hope it works. I mean, because oh yeah, you know, they can take several of these characters and intertwine them and make movies, and who knows down the road maybe Spider-Man will join the picture, but that still doesn't mean that we have to ever cross back over into Robert Downey Jr.'s Iron Man and the Marvel universe. Oh, exactly. So. I, I I agree with you. I'm for me, my my big thing is my hope is that they don't. I mean, with this, I don't want to see Sony and Marvel's relationship crack up. No. Because I'm sitting here in hopes that we might see a, a, a similar relationship between Marvel Studios and Fox. Yeah. yeah. You know, I'd like to That's see... That's desperate. That would, that would be... I would love to see that happen. Fantastic and, Four needs redeemed. Yeah. yeah. Silver Surfer needs redeemed. Galactus needs redeemed. <laughs> true. True enough. Absolutely. Uh, I'd love to see an awesome Doctor Doom. Yeah. Yeah. Finally. Yeah. Finally. Yeah. They, but I, I honestly, I think that eyes are going to be on the Sony Marvel Studios relationship, yeah, relationship and how that works because that will certainly, I think, will might down the road, yeah. you know, bring about a, a Fox you know, Marvel. Yeah. Yeah, and I would love to see that. But oh, we'll, yeah, who wouldn't? I mean, you would love to see them all come together eventually. Mm -hmm. the, the Trinity of these three corporations that have oh, yeah. Marvel characters, but you know what? We just gotta take it slowly and see what happens. But yeah, Fox. Hopefully, they're watching and seeing what happens. And yeah, thinking, I mean, yeah. well, it's a different. I mean, it's going to be a little bit different. It's going to be a more tumultuous, uh, tumultuous reunion, uh, sort of a, a 
a, a marriage between those two studios yeah. Yeah. because unlike Sony, Fox has had some success with their yeah. with their movies. So yeah. it's not like Marvel can come in and say, "Look, guys, you don't know what you're doing." Yeah, they could kind of. I'm not saying they did that with Sony, yeah. but they could kind of get away with saying that because oh, yeah. yeah, you literally had three Spider-Man movies in a row that just they they didn't necessarily bomb, mm-hmm. but. In the end, they didn't even matter. Yeah, you know exactly. The, you know, the third one of uh, Tobey Maguire's was just like it. it, it they'd run it out. Sealed the deal that they, Spider-Man in this universe was over. Well, at that point, they, they made the mistake that a lot of superhero movies yeah. made, which is let's cram as much stuff in there as we can. Yeah, yeah. You know, did you really need to have the Sandman in there? You know, yeah. but uh, and again, you know, of course, the last the Amazing Spider-Man two, where you just shoehorn. Uh, the green green goblin in there just yeah. because you have to have that you have to have that story. Yeah, it, uh, that uh, was one of the most disappointing superhero movies of the last few years I've seen. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. And definitely. I and I I had so much going into that movie, so much hope because I love the Amazing Spider-Man. I thought it was a great movie. Oh yeah. And then the second one, it was like all of a sudden they just they they did what's happened with so many superhero movies. They're like let's throw this in, let's throw this in, let's throw him in, let's throw her in. Yeah, let's make it all work in one movie instead of. Yeah, oh yeah. Doing what Marvel does best and dragging out a storyline over eight movies and just making it all work. I mean, they, there's so much payoff as Marvel just yeah. continues to build out one hit after another. Well, you know, they they wanted to get that Gwen they wanted to get that Gwen Stacy story in, so yeah. you know, and you know, Gwen Stacy, you know, and her death, yeah. you know, because of the, of the Green Goblin. Yeah. Or Directly or indirectly, depending on yeah. how you look at that story. Yeah. But at the same time, it was. They really cheapened her death. I mean, well, they, they did. Really well, did. the same way that 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 uh, DC and Warner Brothers really cheapened uh, Superman's death yeah. Yeah. by shoehorning in um, shooting at Doomsday. Yeah. At you know on the on the, on the eleventh hour. Yeah. You know and completely botched that storyline. Yeah. In a yeah. huge oh, huge yeah. way. So. Again, well, and uh, Wonder Woman. This is the third week, and uh, she uh, she went down to number three. Yeah, that's okay. Which is okay. I mean, the thing about it is, if you look her at her thir- the uh, fifteen day total. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it was like eleven million dollars more than Man of Steel was at the same point. Yeah. yeah. So certainly yeah. making making good money. Yeah. Well, I went to see it again. Yeah. Uh, me and my wife went to see it uh, last Friday, so. It's not my fault she was only in third place. I added my money to the bottom. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, but, uh, I mean, holding their own against, uh, I mean, still holding her own against the mummy. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, then again, apparently not that yeah. problematic. I haven't seen the mummy yet. I have this feeling that, that I may wind up going to see it here eventually. Yeah, I'm, I'm afraid to. I've, I've had a couple of friends go and see it now, and they're... Or like it's just sad to see the yeah. Well, I, well it's going to be in it for me. For me, it's going to be an interesting. Um, it's going to be an interesting exercise for me because yeah. I wonder if I can go into it com- completely cold and not be uh, influenced by the the bad reviews. I want yeah. to see if I can go yeah. in there and 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 just completely ignore the reviews. I'll. Yeah. I'll f- I'm not sure if I can, yeah. but I want to. I want to try that experiment. And well, see you, if it's... you usually cannot go wrong with Tom Cruise. I mean, there's not many times yeah. I've left a Tom Cruise movie thinking, "I wasted my money. This sucked." I mean, yeah, there's been some movies where you're like, "Well, it's not quite his work," but these reviews have just been god awful. Yeah, I mean, you know, like I said, I've had a couple of personal friends that went and said, "I was like, should have waited and watched it on Fire Stick." You know? So, oh, <laughs> yeah. And to me, Fire Stick. 
is a great tool. I have one. <laughs> God but, bless you, Amazon. But, but yeah, but some movies you just they're made for the theater. Yeah. And being told, ah, I should have just watched a crap <laughs> copy of it with Chinese subtitles. On oh. <laughs> oh, good lord! So, who knows? You know, but yeah, I'll give it to Tom Cruise. He's the man. Uh, he puts yeah. out some work. I, I would say that it's not due to his lack of talent that this movie bombed. Yeah, well, I'm sure he acted that he acted his heart out on this oh. one. It's just, well, we'll see. Like I said, we'll if I get a chance to watch it this weekend, yeah. uh, we'll see how it goes. You know, maybe because my my uh, expectations are so low yeah. that I might come out going, well, it wasn't that bad. I mean, I went in there not expecting a great deal, so. Okay, I've got an experiment for you. Why don't you go see Transformers 5 first? Comes out tomorrow. And then make that the bar. And then go see The Mummy. Because uh, I mean, that's a pretty good bar there. I mean, if you come out of there saying, this movie was worse than Transformers 5, then what are you saying about The uh, Mummy? <laughs> good Lord, I might actually have to go to a bar after that. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, that's... That would be some rough stuff, but really, I mean, that's, a, that's a big movie. It's coming out tomorrow. You know, I I don't have a lot of interest in seeing it at this point. Yeah. But uh, yeah, the Mummy. Uh, there's a lot of such, a lot of things supposed to be coming from this movie down the road. Oh yeah. So it's unfortunate that it's not doing that well. Yeah. Well, I tell you what, I want to end I want to end the show with um with a little bit of a mental exercise. Something I've been okay. think something I've been thinking about, and it goes back to something we were talking about before. Mar- comic books in general, but Marvel comics in in in, uh, in particular, have been having issues with selling their comics, yeah. and they've been not they've not been selling very well. Yeah. And Marvel laid the blame on the diversity that he was trying to bring into into the comics, saying yeah. that you know our readers are apparently they weren't really big into the whole diversity thing, which yeah. I think is kind of a cop out. Yeah, yeah, but. I saw a I saw a video by uh, by a young woman who does reviews movie reviews and she's in the comics. Her um, her name uh, she goes by the name of comic comic book girl nineteen. Okay. And what I'm going to do is if you guys are watching this on on the YouTube side of it, I'm going to put up a um, it'll probably be right about here. Right here, okay. d- 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 say so. yeah. Okay. There'll be a little indicator uh, to the video. I'll, I'll basically I'll put up a card for the video, okay. so that uh, so you can click on it. But if you're hearing us on iTunes or SoundCloud, just just go on YouTube and do a search for Comic Book Girl 19 and look for uh, look for this video. But uh, and check out a lot of her other videos. She's she's a very intelligent, you know, very good commentator. Okay. But she does this video about. About you know the dis- declining sales of comic books, Marvel. She talks about that, the situation where they're saying diversity was a problem, and she said that she's part of the problem because she'd stopped buying comics, Marvel oh. comics, and reading them. Okay. Now, obviously, diversity. She she doesn't have a problem with diversity. Obviously, okay. she's she's not have a problem with them having comic books with women in them. Yeah. Uh, minorities aren't going to be a problem for her. Yeah. She's not, you know, she's not in that. That situation right. where it's like I don't I don't like that Thor's a girl. She's uh, not going to have a yeah. problem with that. And I think with most people, what it probably is is it's not that they don't like Thor as a girl. It's they like Thor as Thor. Yeah. And you can always expand on these characters. You don't. Oh, have to I, I yeah. Your originals. Yeah. Well, one thing that one thing that she talked about. She said one of the reasons she one of the main reasons she got out of 
buying Marvel Comics was they really got into this thing about these huge storylines mm-hmm. where the storylines went over all kinds of you know all these different titles yeah and that to 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 get into these you had to buy yeah, a bunch 72 of issues. 72, <laughs> 72 yeah. issues of a of all these different comic books to yeah. to stay up with this in fact they're doing a um, right now they're going through one of these huge storylines yeah. involving uh, Hydra yeah and I mean, you you have to buy this issue of this comic, this issue. Of this. You've got the uh, you've got um, secret. It's called Secret Empire, yeah. and you've got the the main comic, Secret Empire, yeah. that uh, follows a storyline. But then you got to go through all these other comics. Yeah, it breaks books. down all the characters. Yeah. and she said, "I just don't have that kind of money yeah. to does? buy anymore. seventy some yeah. seventy some titles." Yeah. And so she said that her issue with st- sticking with Marvel is they constantly do these. Long these runs of these lo- yeah. these massive storylines, and you can't keep up with everything. No, no, you can't. And I thought, you know, and what I th- I thought about that, and of course, in a sense, it's kind of what got me out of comics yeah. was because it, it became really expensive. Yeah. But you know, I thought about it, and one thing that I have noticed that that in a lot of things involved in geek culture, uh-huh. there is a huge buy-in. Oh, yeah. And to, to get into a lot of different things in geek culture. And not just that there's a huge buy-in, but there's a, a constant uh, buy-in. You have to... Yeah. You, I mean, there's... There's a constant flow of merchandise and yeah. product, I mean... Well, I'll give you, I'll give you a couple of examples. Uh, probably the, the most obvious is video games. Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, you have to... You got to either, either buy a system or you buy a couple of systems... Yeah. Or you buy a PC if you're a PC gamer, mm-hmm. then you're spending sixty to you know sixty dollars for a game, yeah. yeah. And then you have all this downloadable content mm-hmm. that you have to continue to buy. So it's like you're it's just, there's this huge amount of money. It is never ending. That's never ending when it comes to being into video games. Yeah. Uh, another smaller example is uh, Magic: The Gathering, yeah. that that card game, yeah. because it's a collectible card game, and you 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 build decks and. At the beginning, they were like they wanted to bring in the idea of trading cards, yeah. so that you you know if you're trying to build a deck, you can trade with other people. Yeah. But now it's gotten to the situation that it's like every year to two years, yeah. you come up with an entirely new base set. Yeah. You're constantly every couple of months coming out with a brand new set of cards that yeah. are based off of a storyline. So, but we buy them, don't we? That's but you buy them. You buy them because if you don't. You know, yeah. because if you don't, then you're not really competitive. You're, you're not. You can't. It's very difficult. Yeah. It's very difficult to to play with other people if yeah. you you don't have the latest set. Yeah. Because what winds up happening in a real sense is that they come out with new game mechanics and everything like that for these cards yeah. for these sets, and they become in a sense a beta test. Yeah. If it if it doesn't unbalance the game too much, then it may be they might introduce a card or two from these sets yeah. into. Um, into the um, into the main set, yeah. you know, the next main yeah. m- main card set that comes out. But the thing about it is, very often what will happen is, a lot of these cards that come out are are ridiculously overpowered. Yeah. Now they'll eventually go away, yeah. you know, because what will happen is they'll do like maybe two or three sets yeah. uh, that are tied into a storyline. Mm-hmm. And while that storyline is going on, you can play any of the cards. And a lot of these are grossly overpowered so yeah. you you get mowed over now of course those those cards will eventually go away yeah. 
you won't be able to play them in tournaments and that sort of thing. Yeah. So you have to then they go to the new set of two or yeah. three or yeah. four um, card sets that are the new series. So you, so basically, unless you're playing an unlimited tourney, yeah. you got a bunch of decks you can't play anymore. Yeah. Yeah, just so it's just it's it's, yeah. a, it's a constant yeah. constant. Well, could you imagine if there's anybody out there that's collecting all the vinyl pops these days? Oh, I mean, good you, lord! You go to any con, you go to any flea market, any antique store. There's there's pops for everything. I'm talking. Yeah. There's even Golden Girls now. Yeah. And I'm like, when's this gonna stop? Because they're like doing everything. I mean, oh you know, yeah, like the Beatles. You know, and everybody's gonna love one of these items. You know what I mean? Like, there's gonna be somebody out there that buys the Golden Girls. But I'm like, is there really such a demand for the Golden Girl action figures that we need to have a set of four of them? Yeah. Well, <laughs> as long as they sell them to somebody, I suppose. Yeah. But, but yeah, it's, it's and nuts. I'm and I'm really into I'm really into board games. Yeah. I love I love board games, strategy board games. And it's not necessarily as bad as everything else, but I mean, yeah, there's always some brand new board game coming out, yeah. you know. And I'm I'm constantly buying these. I mean, it's it just seems that for the most part, to be to be in in the geekdom, and yeah. in, in, in some form requires a huge amount of money. Yeah. I mean, there's always that stereotype of of the geek being the computer programmer and you know yeah. somebody who's into the tech field yeah. and in a sense i can see why that that kind of uh, we have that kind of stereotype because yeah. you need to have a really good job to be oh, in the yeah. geekdom yeah you're gonna have to be uh... and i thought about it and i was thinking is there is there any kind of geekdom that really doesn't have this huge financial overhead and the only thing that i can really think of that that kind of fits that that criteria is superhero movies and television. Yeah. Now, I mean, because if you're into superhero movies, you may buy a ticket every maybe four to six months yeah. at the most to keep up with everything. Yeah. And, I mean, television, it just kind of comes with a package yeah. for the yeah. most part. Yeah. So that may, and I feel like that's probably the reason yeah. why of all geekdom, that's the most yeah. popular. Yeah. Because again, it is not this huge drain, yeah. and I can't. I mean, can you think of something else maybe that that's it? That's you know a, a geekdom that somebody might be into that doesn't have like this really huge overhead. No, I, I would think that you're right with the superhero movies. The only thing is, is even though you've got the superhero movies, then you've got the geeks out there, and I'm guilty of it. If if it's a great movie, you know, I might get a couple of busts to put on the mm -hmm. shelf. I might end up going buying a set of figures from it, you know, like for uh, Star Wars, you know. Yeah. So yeah, there there is a way to keep it cheap by just enjoying those movies. And, right. And, and but that still is just like everything else. It's like the base of everything else out there that you. Can oh buy. yeah. But yeah. You, oh yeah. You, well, yeah, it just, well, the thing about explodes. it is, yeah, I, and I think. I think the difference between that is you can watch the movies and enjoy them, and if yeah. you want to buy a T-shirt or a, yeah. a Mac cat yeah, or or action figure or yeah. stuff for your kids, you can do that. But but that but you know, if you don't, that doesn't mean you're not allowed so in the, you're yeah. not allowed in the movie theater. Yeah, it's not and you can't ruin your experience in the yeah. movie. Yeah, I see what you're yeah. saying there. Yeah. yeah, in situations like the video yeah. games or Magic the Gathering or comic books. Yeah. You know, if you don't put that money out, yeah. you, I mean, yeah. you really, it, you know, comic books, you don't, you, yeah. if you don't, if you don't buy all the comics, you don't get the yeah. full story. And see, that's why I, you I know, buy Walking Dead now. I mean, the Walking well, Dead. Well, there you comic, go. A lot of. Because there's no, there's no branch offs. You get one comic book a month if you're lucky, and that's it, you know. Oh, you, yeah. You, there's, there's nothing else to that. Exactly. And, and that's great. Well, that, and funny, because, you know, Comic Book Girl 19 talks about how she's really into, 
independent. You know, she's into those independent comics, those yeah. smaller press comics, because of that. That there's not this like huge buy-in, yeah. Yeah. you know, for that that sort of thing. Yeah. But yeah, it just seems that it seems that depending on your geekdom, I mean, there's this there's this this line straight into your wallet, and it just oh, yeah. it can completely doing, dude. That's, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah, but I, and I th- I do really kind of feel that maybe it's that the geekdom of television and movies that that has become, you know, a, a good kind of a gateway in for people who you know who don't who they don't want to spend half their paycheck yeah, on stuff. Yeah. So yeah. so I think that might be a really good reason why the these things are as popular as they are and why yeah. they kind of remain to be that way. Yeah, so. Yeah. Well, I think that that should that should pretty much do us for yeah. um, for this week. All right. So it'll be interesting to see what um, you know. Um, we may have to go check out Transformers, and uh, you know, I don't want to talk see. shade about it, but we'll see yeah, what so, happens. So you may go see Transformers Five and then the Mummy. Oh, yeah. That's that's such a bad idea. It's a way to do it, though. You know, it's such a it's such a bad idea that I might be forced to do this. Like, you know what, Transformers Five? It's a franchise. There's five of these movies. Tom Cruise should be better than this. Yeah. Tom Cruise should be better than a CGI semi truck. And I hate to say this, but I got to be honest with you. I haven't seen one. Th- I haven't seen Transformers one. Th- I've I've never seen a Transformers movie. Oh, you don't want to go into this one then. Oh. <laughs> You'll be lost. You'll be like, where's Shia LaBeouf? Yeah. Where'd he go? <laughs> None of us know. I, I don't. Well, I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm not sure just, that matters. Yeah, I mean, if I, I've never just, seen him. I've never seen him. I've never seen him. So how am I going to yeah, miss? Yeah, him? he just disappeared. He and just he disappeared. Mark Wahlberg. Well, so. you know what? If I was going to become anybody, I'd have It'd to be become Mark, Mark Wahlberg. Wahlberg so. Nothing wrong with that. Well, I mean, not to say I've never seen any Transformers movie. I've seen Transformers the movie. Yeah, yeah. Saw that a couple times in the theater. So yeah. boom, boom. Yeah, so we'll, you, you know, we'll have to definitely check that out. So, but yeah, I'm sure that. Some you know there'll certainly be something to talk about by next week. Oh, so, yeah, and if you guys are watching this on YouTube, you know, uh, on the comments down below, you know, let us know if you want to keep seeing our faces. You know, yeah. if this this was you know wasn't too traumatic for you, uh, let us know what you think about it. You know, give us a like, and yeah. if you're catching us on on YouTube, uh, on iTunes, of course, you know, uh, subscribe and uh, you know give us a rating because we can that certainly helps out. They can so. rate us. Yeah, they can oh, definitely. Wow. Yeah, I haven't figured out, uh, you know, haven't figured out quite yet how to how to do analytics on iTunes. So I'm not exactly yeah. sure how many listeners we 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 have. Okay. But you know, certainly building our audience. And okay. uh, but uh, so uh, until uh, next week, uh, this is Brian J. Hatcher with Tony Slack, uh, from, uh, telling all of you, you know, stay geeky, my friends. <laughs>